Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we give moms of color the tools they need to soar in their careers and in motherhood. Welcome to yet another episode of the Moms Hustle Different Podcast. I'm so happy to be back with you again. Uh, It's crazy because I recorded the interview that you'll hear a little later, um, earlier this year, way before um, all of this craziness with coronavirus and uh, being locked in and (laughs) uh, not being able to really go anywhere. Um, And uh, it's, it's really been a crazy couple weeks. Um, at the time of this recording, it is, um, almost mid April and I have done two full weeks of homeschooling <laughs> my toddler. So being mommy daycare, uh, and my husband is on the road working. So it's just me at home, uh, with a one-year-old boy and it's been insane bananas um but yet um figuring it out um my job is very understanding um so I'm able to work and spend time with my son and been on meetings and things like that and still getting things done and it just really makes me think about how much we do Um, And how this is showing our creativity, um, being able to stay at home and (laughs) figure things out and work it out. Uh, So I'm really grateful um, uh, for just God sustaining me every day. Uh, Even times we don't sit there and have a lesson, I'm still seeing my son learn so many things. Uh, Even though he's definitely learned a lot more about the iPad than I would prefer over the past couple weeks, the fact that he has figured out how to do some of these things is great in itself. It shows me that his mind is working and that he is continuing to grow. So really excited for that. And I pray that, um, everyone listening to this is, um, safe in their homes, uh, (laughs) and is, uh, you know, paying attention to what's going on in the world and using this time, for whatever it is that you need. So whether it's rest, whether it is um, learning new skills, whether it's uh, doubling down on your business, whether it's spending time with your family, um, whatever it is that you are doing right now, I pray that it is what you need at this particular moment. I pray that you're um, able to talk to the people that you love um, and do the things that you love to do. So um, definitely don't feel pressure. Even this is me talking on the mom's house, a different podcast, uh, saying don't feel pressured to, uh, do all the things, um, while you're home, definitely take the time you need for yourself. It's nothing wrong with watching a little Netflix or Hulu or whatever your choice platform is. It's nothing wrong with listening to your music or, you know, reading a book or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, definitely, um, take care of your mind, um, and your peace, uh, during this time. So, and that's a lesson that we could take from any time. So even if you're listening to this in 2021, um, (laughs) that is still a lesson that you could take. Like, don't feel pressured, um, from the world to do the things that they expect you to do, do what you need to do for yourself. Um, and everything else will follow, 
Um, I made a promise for myself that I was going to uh, continue to do this podcast because I really love the conversations that I get to have. And I'm grateful uh, this week to share with you an episode with Antracia Moorings. Um, you'll hear more about her in a moment, but I met her, um, about five or six years ago. We were a part of a group on Periscope, which is crazy because nobody is on Periscope anymore, (laughs) but, um, called Perry Sisters in Christ, where it was a number of Christian women who would just share Bible studies and, um, fellowship together. Um, and it's been amazing just, uh, following her over the past couple years and I really wanted to share her story um, and share um, a little bit more about her because she is a homeschool mom and when you think about moms hustle different you don't always think about working mom homeschool moms being as working moms but it's true like homeschooling you are a teacher this is your job um And in the midst of that, she has uh, started an amazing um, podcast and is teaching um, the word to people all over um, through her podcast. So I just um, wanted to share a little bit more of her story. So I think you will really enjoy it. So without further ado, here's Antracia Moorings for the Moms Hustle Different podcast. All right. And Tracy Moorings is a writer and Bible teacher who has a deep love for theology and unfolding the truth of God's word. She is the author of two Bible studies, Harvest of Kindness, a Bible study of Ruth, and Dust and Divinity, a study of Genesis 1 to 11. Every week, she hosts Unfolding Words, a Bible study focused podcast aimed at sharing biblical truth to offer light for your walk and life for your soul. She received her bachelor's degree in journalism from San Francisco State University and has a degree in biblical studies from Cottonwood College. A former editor-in-chief of a ministry magazine and Tracy and now homeschools her three children. She lives with her family in Southern California. And Tracy, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me, Brenda. I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you, and like I have my guests do every time I have an interview, I would love if you would brag on your babies. Well, my babies are not really babies anymore. My oldest son is 16, and he is a budding artist, so he's into graphic design and all of that artsy stuff, and um, I really love his heart of leadership as the oldest he really steps up and has surprised me you know when you're raising kids you wonder if anything is sinking in and i love seeing how he's grown and seeing that he he's actually listening to me (laughs) (laughs) and then i have a 12 year old son who's in the sixth grade and he just has a heart of gold and really really a heart for god and i i love just seeing that develop and how it's growing really without even my nurturing. It's just what God put in him. And then I have a seven-year-old daughter who's in the second grade and she's a little ballerina who has just moved up to a higher class with girls who are older than her and she's hanging right in there with them. So, so proud of her and all of them really. That's awesome. I mean, 
that's I mean, at 16, 12, and seven. Woo. Yeah. You have a right. teenager, a preteen, and, <laughs> and an elementary, a super elementary schooler. So, right. Yeah. You have your hands full. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it, I love it and it goes fast. So, I'm trying to savor every little moment. Yeah. I mean, I just have a one year old and I'm just watching the time fly past. <laughs> and it's yep. crazy. Mm-hmm, it does. It flies fast. Um, so what I want to start with is the question of like, where were you in your career when you became a mother? I had not been working for a couple of years. So when I got married, I, a little bit before I got married, I had stopped working. I was working as a journalist for a community newspaper in Los Angeles. So I had stopped doing that and was actually had been looking for work and ended up getting pregnant about two years uh, into the marriage. So I just settled into being a housewife. And so I was just a mom and a wife. And that's where I was when I had my first child. So there was no juggling until Maybe almost three years later, I was at home doing the stay-at-home mom life, and my former boss was talking with a friend who was the CEO of a large church here in Los Angeles, and she referred me for a job. So a job in my field, working as an editor, literally came knocking on my door. So the money was right. They had a preschool on campus, so I ended up making the transition from stay-at-home mom to a full-time working mom when he was about three. How is that? Like, that's, you know, when you're used to doing that for so long, switching and going into an office, like, how was that transition for you? It was hard, (laughs) but it helped that I could walk across campus and go peek through the window and see him. So that did make it easier, the fact that he was with me on campus, I could drop him off and then just walk across campus and pick him up. But it was a big adjustment for me more so than for him because it was hard to let him go, you know, wondering, are they going to take care of him? What if something happens? So I remember the first time he came home with a scratch or something like on his eye from playing and I just broke down crying. I came home and just <laughs> cried because I was Aww. like, oh, baby. So, you know, it was a first time mom thing. Um, so I, I learned to juggle um, with the first one. It was when the second one came that it got, the juggling got a little harder. Um, but yeah, it, it was just a little difficult in the beginning, letting go and having someone else take care of my child because I had been the stay-at-home mom for almost three years. Yeah. So was that like your original intention? Like when you graduated from college were you thinking like oh yeah when I get married I'm going to be like a stay-at-home wife and I want to stay at home with my kids or was that just kind of how it unfolded for you that that's just kind of how it happened I had always wanted to actually stay home and homeschool I had when I was working in my 20s had interviewed a mom who had a son who was homeschooled when homeschooling was not very popular yeah. Um, so it was, she was a black mom and her son was so sharp. And I was like, 
how do you do this? I just didn't, I had never heard of anybody who homeschooled, but I just tucked that in the back of my mind. Like if I ever had the opportunity to do that, I want to do that. But it was never, I mean, none of it happened by design. It was just the circumstances that, you know, that I happened to be a stay at home mom when I got pregnant. But um, yeah, I actually loved it more than I enjoyed going into an office, even though life at the office is a lot easier than staying at home, like a hundred percent easier. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, cause people always, you know, give stay at home moms like, Oh, well you get to stay at home and you know, dinner should be on the table and all this kind of stuff. But it's pretty busy. I would <laughs> imagine. Cause yeah. I know when my son is home, I'm like, Ooh, I'm tired. Yeah. There was, there's no rest for the weary. Cause you have laundry, you have dinner to cook and errands to run and, a child to keep busy. You can't just plop them in front of the TV. So yeah. And plus I still did freelance at the time. I was still writing as a freelancer. So I, there was a little bit of that in the mix. So no, stay at home life is not leisurely at all. Yeah. So like when you made that decision to go back, um, pretty much go into work three years into like being a mom, like at what point, um, like where you have, did you have aspirations to do more or did you know that, okay, when, you know, or did it happen when your um, second son came, did you say, all right, that's it, <laughs> going back home? No, no, actually the, the whole transition back home happened after, um, let me see. So this is 2020. So we've been homeschooling. I think this is our fourth this might be our fourth year homeschooling, but um, so the job that I was at, they were downsizing and I think I had three kids by this time. Yeah. I think my daughter was born. She may have been like a toddler, maybe, maybe three-ish, four, maybe about four. Yeah. And so they were downsizing and they said, you can either stay and you may get a pay cut and you may have to do more work. Wow. Or, yeah, or you can take the severance and leave. Wow. So, seeing that I didn't want to do double the work for half the pay, or, and not just that, you may get cut if you don't. So, that was, those were the three options on the table. You could stay, get a pay cut, and do more work, or you may get cut, or you could take the severance. So, I said, you know what, I'm just going to take the severance and see what happens. So a couple of months before that, I was in the shower getting ready for work and I had planned a, a whole homeschool day in my head. And I said, what was that? <laughs> Why am I thinking about that? So that happened that day and I never thought about it again. So shortly after the announcement of my job downsizing, my kids were going to a private Christian school. And after 50 years, they had to close their doors because enrollment had gone down too low to sustain the school. So the church had been funding the school and they didn't want to do that anymore. So oh. they announced that that was the last year. So it's like, okay, well, I guess that's why I was planning our whole homeschool day <laughs> in my head. Yeah. So I took the severance and then that fall. So that happened, I guess, in the spring, my job, um, announcement. And then that summer um, was when I left. And then by the fall, we were 
homeschooling all three kids. I think my oldest may have been in the sixth grade then because he's in the 10th now. Um, and then my youngest was in preschool. So we just jumped both feet in and I was a homeschooler just like that. Wow. That's, that's crazy how, you know, how God works, how timing works, um, where you could be, you know, just living your life as usual <laughs> and then something hits. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. How are we going? What are we going to do here? Mm-hmm. Like, All right. Um, <laughs> what was that thing that lady did? She homeschooled. Oh, right. that. So I called all my homeschool friends like, okay, what do you do now? Like, wh- where do you get curriculum? And how, mu- how do you do this? So I just called everyone I knew who was already a homeschooler and was just furiously taking notes. Yeah. So, so- it was, trial and error that first year didn't count because I didn't know what in the world I was doing but I got the hang of it now (laughs) yeah because that's always my thing when I think about homeschooling it's just like all right I know the things that I'm not that great at like I really didn't like science much so I don't know how I would teach science I'm like um well yeah the computer here's the software (laughs) There are online classes. Um, there's in, you know, they take in-person classes. So there are a lot of options for those subjects that you are not as skilled at, which I take advantage of. Yeah. That's good. Um, so like in this process of kind of, of being focused and kind of going into a career again, and then kind of I don't want to say dialing back because being a homeschool mom is not dialing back, but just taking a different direction, you know, going in a different direction. Like how, like, what do you do to, I know a lot of people talk about when you're staying at home or if you homeschool, like losing yourself or losing like what, um, like your goals or dreams for yourself, kind of what, what do you do or what have you done to kind of edge out a, etch out a space for yourself um, in the midst of helping your children learn and grow full time? Yeah. You know, I never felt like I lost myself as, um, in this whole process because I feel like I always make some space, whether it's even just reading a book or leaving the house to go like, I need a, I need a target run <laughs> I need to get away for a moment so I always make a small pocket for myself but what happened is the fall that we started homeschooling and that I left work is that I also had the desire to go back to get my master's um, or, or my theology degree and so I ended up applying for Bible college the same time that I started homeschooling I know it's crazy I don't even know mm. like why or how that happened but I did I ended up going to the info session and then um, it went, went through a two-year program for a biblical studies degree. So that time, which was really godsend because that time away really fueled my energy levels for homeschooling. So the fact that I was able to get away and do something that I loved, which was yeah. Bible college, it was my time. I was away from the house. I got you know some space to think and breathe without kids. And so I just felt like the opportunities always fell in my lap to make time for myself. That's good because you always, I mean, I talk to a lot of guests about self-care and what kind of things you do to 
really <laughs> balance the life that you have as a mom and your individual dreams and things like that. And it's like, that's good to be like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go home. I'm going to teach these kids. But I'm also going to do something that I like to do. And I like to learn. And I like to learn the Bible. So I'm going to go to Bible college. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. So like when you did that, like, do you, like, did you have a support system that kind of helps to um, navigate you being able to kind of do the things that you want to do and then also, you know, being able to manage your duties as a wife and mom and all of that? Yeah. So, I mean, wherever it was all hands on deck. So if I'm not here, then everybody had to step in. So daddy or my aunt or whoever, you know, whoever, but you know, my kids are a little, my oldest, he's a little older now. Yeah. So it, easier versus having toddlers so um at this stage it's easier for me to do things because my oldest is a teenager now yeah so i have a built-in babysitter hey <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it does get easier moms it gets it does get easier it pays off yeah so i mean it, but really when it when i first started it was just all hands on deck so whoever could help out helped out so you know just it helps to know that you can call family, um, grandma or whoever to help. And that's what I did. That's good. You got to do what you got to do to get what it is that you want um, and the things that you want to do. So was your intention with um, going back to Bible college to create Bible studies and a podcast and kind of start your own like (laughs) (laughs) Bible teacher journey? (laughs) No, I was really just going because there was such a desire that wouldn't go away. You know, when it just keeps popping up, you're like, okay, let me, let me see why this keeps popping up. Like, why do I have this desire to go back? So it kept popping up. And so I just went with it. I just, wasn't planning like okay let me carve out a ministry for myself or I have I want to do this I mean I always had a desire to teach but I didn't know what form that would take um because I used to do it through writing and so I wasn't doing that professionally anymore and I used to do a newsletter at my church which I wasn't doing anymore so I really didn't have a goal I just really had a desire to learn more about the Bible um, in a classroom setting. And so the Bible studies sort of just came, they actually came before I went to Bible college. I was doing them. And then the Lord was like, so what are you going to do with all this knowledge? <laughs> like you just yeah. stacking knowledge. Like, what are, you, what are you doing this for? And so I felt like the Lord was like, I'm not giving you knowledge to just hoard it. It's for you to share. Mm. And so that's when, um, back in the Periscope days, which is how we met, (laughs) um, is when I started, you know, sharing a lot of the knowledge that I had and just really had a desire to just do Bible studies. And so I just did it. I just was like, let me just, when you feel, when you feel that unction, I just always feel like, okay, do it. And then if the unction leaves and you know, okay, that was from the Lord. So that's what I just started doing. I just started stepping out by faith and just taking baby steps and just doing it. Yeah. Not really, 
not with a goal in mind or, or anything like that. So a lot of the things that happened, like the podcast was something that, like I looked back at my prayer journal from two years before I started the podcast and I was praying like, Lord, is this you? Cause I didn't want to <clears throat> do something because everybody has a podcast. Oh, I yeah. should do it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I prayed about it like, okay, Lord, if this is you, then you provide the means. So I had a, a friend who I met through at Bible college and we were just chatting and I told her, I know this podcast idea, it just won't go away. And I said, but every time I go to buy the mic, which is the one thing I needed, I always say, oh, I could go buy the kids some shoes with this money or <laughs> I could go yeah. buy, gr-. I always felt like, oh, why am I buying a microphone? I could go do something else with this money. So a week later, a mic shows up in the mail from my friend at Bible college. And she was <laughs> like, now you don't have any more excuses. You know, like you're free to fly now. <laughs> uh-huh. So I took that as a green light from the Lord to just, okay, just start the podcast. If only my mother listens, that's okay. I'm just going to be obedient and do this. And that's how the podcast came about. I really wanted to do the podcast did not I mean did not want to do the podcast I was really looking for a podcast by a black woman because I'm a big podcast listener and so I was like where are the black women bible teachers like that are consistent so Uh I would find a black podcast and then like four episodes in they'd be gone and I was like well where I just want to listen to some black women teach the word Mm -hmm. and so the Lord was like what are you (laughs) okay all right lord (laughs) so yeah it was really out of something that i wanted that that's how the podcast came about that's cool i mean it's it's nice to see um just the balance between being able to teach your children but then also finding your love for teaching and teaching the word and teaching the bible um to others and sharing that even through like a podcast and through Bible studies and things like that. I feel like, um, I don't know. It's just nice and it's refreshing um, because sometimes uh, people can feel like, okay, well, you homeschool and, you know, that's all you have time to do. But being able to, you know, put out a little bit of time to do something that you love to do as well. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, I know my mother's, my mother's always like, you just love to learn. Like, is that fun? And I'm like, yeah, actually it is. Like, I really enjoy Bible study. I enjoy um, when I was in Bible college, like I loved my Tuesday and Thursday nights. Like those are the highlights of my week. And yeah. so I really feel like, you know, I know it sounds crazy to some people like you spent your free time studying the Bible. Yeah, because that's what fueled me up that's what like gave me joy yeah so yeah just I found it and I ran with it that's good I mean finding like like what you said finding what fuels you up I feel like that could be different for everybody whether it's maybe it's somebody going to school for something else or maybe it's somebody doing some kind of sport that they enjoy like joining an adult league sport or you know whatever it is finding something that fuels your joy that you're able Mm -hmm. to kind of fill up so that when you 
you know, are investing in your children, you have the energy to do so because you've invested in yourself. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times people equate self-care with like going to the spa or getting a mani-pedi or getting your hair done. And you know, get, don't get me wrong. I love going to get my hair done, but that's mm-hmm. not what fuels me up. Like if I have free time, like that's not the first thing I think to go do. Let me go to the spa and get a massage. Like that's nice, but I really at this stage want to do things that like bring me joy and, and happiness and contentment. And I feel like the things that God, the desires that he put in my heart, those are the things that do actually bring me joy. That's good. Um, I like that. Um, I know for me, I like going to a movie in the middle of the day mm-hmm. when nobody else is in there. Yeah, <laughs> I just go. Too, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> I did that over the um, Christmas holiday. I was like, you know what? My baby is in school. Like he's in daycare. I have the day off. I'm going to a movie. <laughs> yes. And, it's just like between that and having some time to just sit and read a book, I'm just like, all right, this is like, if I have some quiet time, that's what I'm going to do. Um, yes. So like finding those things, even if it's not necessarily like what you say, like going to get a massage or whatever else. Like, of course, I do love getting my hair done, but um, <laughs> I also, you know, enjoy those moments where I can just do something that I enjoy that I enjoyed before I was a wife, before I was a mom, you know, and I think that that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So as you um, kind of, as you kind of grow and continue your podcast, what do you think is in the future for Unfolding Words? Well, I know I have, I did, I, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote down like, everything that is on my heart, like those same little unctions, I was like, let me just write all these down and just pray over them. So I do have like at least five more Bible studies I want to do. I'll continue with the podcast. That's until the Lord, you know, gives me like a yellow or a red light and lets me know, okay, (laughs) you know, you're obedient. Because some days it is, I have to admit the podcast it's hard work. It's not like you just, I mean, you know, you can't just throw it up there. You have to put work and take time to edit. And so it's very time consuming. And some days I'm like, I don't even know if y'all listen out there. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting is just a different world. You may not get feedback the same way you get, you know, feedback on Instagram or YouTube or other forms of social media, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to continue with the podcast until I feel like, you know, God's grace is no longer on it, but I do have some more Bible studies in the works. I do have, um, a book idea kind of rambling around in my head. So we'll see what happens with that. And then I do have, um, a desire to go and get a master's in theology. So Ooh. yeah, so that's, we'll see how that works out. We'll see. <laughs> so th- that's, those are some of the few goals that I wrote down that I'm praying over right now for the future. That's awesome. 
And like as you plan out like your podcast episodes and your Bible studies, but then you also have three kids that you're homeschooling and have to do lesson plans and figure out what they're going to learn, you know, day by day. How do you balance that? Like, how do you, um, like, do you have some sort of schedule that you guys go by or are you guys more, a little more freestyle with how you plan out your life? Yeah, I try, lesson planning is really not my strong point. So a week before, I'll just look and see, okay, what are we doing? And just try to make sure, like, you know, we're on schedule so that the math book is finished by the end of the year. So it's not like I'm spending a lot of time doing lesson planning. My oldest son takes a lot of online classes or he has um, like in-person classes. So I don't really have to worry about doing his lesson planning. So elementary um, is easy planning. She's in second grade. Yeah. And then my other son, he's in middle school. So he's kind of the one I spend like a lot of time on making sure that, you know, he's finishing work on time but I just use the pockets of my day. So while they're eating lunch, I may be eating lunch and doing something else, which is usually the case. So I do a, a little juggling, a multitasking, or I wake up, when I wake up before them, I'm doing something. So it's always like a cup of coffee and doing something. Um, at night, I may be watching a show, but I'm always doing something else. So yeah. I just try to um, just double up. <laughs> so I'm never, I'm never just watching TV or I'm never just um, washing dishes. It's always that and something else. Oh, that makes sense. That I can, yeah, maximize the time. Not, I wouldn't say it's multitasking, but, you know, like if you're washing dishes, you can listen to a podcast. So I try to do something else to help me have an easier life down the road <laughs> yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah that makes sense I mean I just I feel like I see homeschooling as a whole job and just trying and I'm like it's hard enough for me to do podcasts now and I mean I have a <laughs> full-time job and a one-year-old but it's nice to kind of see how you're able to sit there and be like, okay, well, maybe while I'm drinking my coffee in the morning, I could come up with some of the things that I want to talk about on the podcast or come up with some of the things we have to do for, you know, school this week or the things that they need to make sure that they're learning or whatever else in their schedule. So that makes total sense. Yeah. And I put them to work a lot. Like they're part of the planning process too. Like, okay, this is what I have laid out for you can you handle this or can you do more? Like I'm not doing everything solo. So they're in that it's easier when they're older because yeah. I, I have more free time because they don't, they get themselves ready. They can make their own breakfast. So I have more time to do the things that I couldn't do when they were younger. That's so, awesome. Put your kids yeah. to work. People. Did you hear her? She said, oh, put them yeah. to work. <laughs> yes. My youngest, she folds her laundry. She hangs her clothes up. I'm like, I can't do everything. (laughs) Yeah, everybody works. Everybody has a job. So they can, I feel like if you can um, use the remote, you know how to do all that stuff, then you can do housework. You you can use a vacuum cleaner and you can dust. So that takes a lot of work off of me. So I do have more free time to do things that I need to do. 
That's awesome. I mean, I'm just going to say it again for the people in the back. Put your kids <laughs> to work. Don't let them sit there and watch video games all day. Put them right. to work, and then they can play video games. <laughs> right. Put them to work. They can work. They can do a lot of things. Because, you know, when I was younger, I did a lot of things. Yeah. So I'm like, they can do the same, a lot of things that I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else would you like to share um, with our Moms House a Different audience about um, whether it's about your journey, you know, balancing homeschooling and being a Bible teacher and writer, um, or whether it's just about being a mom or whatever else, whatever you want to share with our audience. I would say one thing that I'm learning now that I'm older, uh, older mom, <laughs> is that it's never too late. A lot of times, well, I used to think that, oh, I can't do that because it's too late. Like, I should have done that in my 20s. But it's never too late. It's never too late to go back to school. It's never too late to homeschool. We started late. <laughs> you know, my yeah. oldest was already in the sixth grade by the time we started homeschooling. Um, so it's just never to do, it's never too late to do the things that God has called you to do. So it's easy to look at people who are doing things in their 20s or 30s and say, oh man, well, I should have done that. My window of opportunity passed. And that's not the case. There's still time to do what God has called you to do. And then sometimes we put ourselves in a box. I did that for a long time. Like, well, I'm just a writer. I just do this. And the Lord was like, no, you're not. You're not just a writer. You're also this. And you're also a Bible teacher. And you're also a podcaster. And, you know, take the labels off. So I, that was really, I think my delay in doing things because I was like, Oh, I'm this. I did. Okay. Let me switch gears. So I think that it's important not to box yourself in and then definitely don't box God in. Cause once you take him out the box then you see, Oh, I'm following him. So he's not in a box. Neither should I be. So I think, that's some advice that I've had to take for myself recently is to free myself to do the things that God has called me to do, even though I didn't necessarily see myself as those things. Mm, That's powerful because we all can feel like it's too late to X, Y, Z and can kind of get ourselves into a, you know, a frame of who we are and God is like, nah, <laughs> mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not it. You right. know, there are all, that's why, um, you know, commas exist so that you can yes. add more. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, that's good. That's some good stuff. I think, you know, that can free a lot of people who are kind of like, well, I'm just a mom or like, no, you're not just a mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you are more than that. and You can be more than that. Um, if God has it that way. So I like that. Yeah. Well, I'd love for you to tell everyone how they can connect with you and find out more about what you're doing. Uh, you can reach me on my website at unfoldingwords.com. I am on Instagram at unfoldingwords. And where else am I? I'm on Twitter at unfolding underscore words. 
Awesome. I'm so happy that um, you took the time uh, to join me today. And I hope that um, others got what I was able to get out of what you were um, talking about. And just knowing that um, there is opportunity um, for people to take the time out um, to go after their passion, even when they're doing something else. Um, and going for the, you know, thing that gives you joy. And um, I really appreciated that. And that was a good reminder for me as well. So I thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It was fun, Brenda. All right. Oh, wow. That was great. I am so happy to have had Antracia on the podcast. Believe me, if I had done this interview after this whole coronavirus stuff had happened i would have asked her more questions about homeschooling because i know you guys want to know now um but feel free to hit her up on social media i'm sure she would be more than willing to answer a couple questions for you guys uh and i am always happy to have women of faith on my podcast i feel like um it's just inspirational to see how god is leading women um, who are just doing various things um, and following their dreams and aspirations. Now, if you guys could do me a favor and leave a review uh, for my podcast, or if you could also um, rate um, Mom's Also Different Podcast, I would appreciate it so much. Um, a lot of what you hear, um, all of what you hear is just me uh, wanting to be inspired by other women and other moms, um, especially as I'm navigating um, working and motherhood um, myself. So uh, if you want to hear more, just shoot me messages. Um, I'm on Moms Hustle Different on Instagram and Brenda at MomsHustleDifferent.com um, is my email. So feel free to hit me up. So thank you again uh, for listening to another episode of Mom's Hustle Different. Uh, And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day.